Sports betting brother and bring it up. Happy Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. What is up, brothers? Um, here's what's up. I was actually in a little bit of a Twitter, I don't want to say a rant, but a Twitter <clears throat> conversation with one of the local um, sports talk radio show hosts um, in my in my city and, and state. And um, long story short, uh, they were um, asking me, you know, content like, "Hey, what you know, what would you like guys like to hear more about?" Kind of an, a, a weird time. You know, it's not the normal, you know, part of the, of the middle of baseball league season when everyone's talking about bullpens collapsing and things like that, and NBA playoffs and things like that. So, just kind of was wondering. I said, "Hey, you know, what about sports betting? Let's talk about sports betting." And I'm actually in a state that it is um, newly and officially legal. But I thought, you know, what a, what a good what a good topic that I want to cover today because I think a lot of people don't know. Um, and don't understand the timing and sort of how everything laid out. I want to remind you again at sportsbetuniversity.com, we try to teach, try to educate, try to elevate uh, struggling and beginner sports better. So hopefully on a daily basis here, this might go a little bit long today because it's, I want to make sure I cover it well and effectively. But normally pop in for a few minutes, talk about kind of the day's, uh, the day's action Monday through Friday. Uh, hopefully give you a little educational information about, you know, how to improve on, on your handicapping and some some strategies and tips. But that's what we do at Sports Bay University. We also offer courses for all the major sports, uh, different levels to help people get educated and elevated at that. And uh, we help them with a roadmap. Um, we give them a roadmap and a strategy. So you're always wondering, you know, how, how do you do this? You know, how? <laughs> how? Right? I mean, you're a passionate sports uh, better and a passionate person about it. You're thinking – Surely, uh, you know, there's got to be an easier, better way. So that's what we provide is some fundamentals and, and uh, help you out with that. But let's move on to, to what I wanted to quickly cover. <sighs> Sports betting history in the USA. Let's let's get this out of the way, man. Let's talk about it. Like every, it, it, it reminds me of – it's going to sound so bad, but it reminds me of like fucking people jerking off. Everyone does it, but no one talks about it. Or certainly everyone's at least does it – has, you know, uh, touched base one time. You know, so it's kind of like – multi, multi billions and billions of dollars are in sports betting. And if you try to get on a radio station and talk about sports betting, like, Oh, we can't talk about it. It's like, Oh, please. And all of you idiots are doing it anyway. Like all the, all the, the alleged talent on these shows are doing it. And they're starting to come around a little bit. As you've seen on the television, you know, with Fox sports and things like that. And they're talking about the lines and the totals. They've been doing that for a little while, but now that they've opened it up and it's been, you know, quote unquote legal, which everyone's been doing it for fucking 20, 30 years on the internet. We'll get that, that here in a second. But um, I just find it really interesting how like, it, it's almost like a, a taboo topic, but everyone does it and it's becoming legal and it's kind of going that way. And my analysis or my analogy is it's sort of like the, the weed thing, sort of like the marijuana thing is that, you know, years ago, four or five years ago, I think it was 14, 2014, 15, um, when, when our particular state, uh, Colorado turned, turned into the weeds, you know, legal, it was just the biggest things in sliced bread for a while. And then, and then the water, yeah, after the water flooded, it kind of, you know, settled back down. And uh, it's not that big a deal. You, you know, these days it's like on every corner there's a dispensary and you walk in and, you know, it's no big deal. Um, I think that's what's the way sports betting in, in the next four or five, six years. It's, it's going to take a while. Um, it's because it has some, I guess, uh, other other perceptions about how it can be negative, negatively affect people. But um, anywho, quick history. Um, so and where do you even start? I guess, I guess for us, you know, we can start – in a couple of different highlights and spots, as everyone knows, like well, not everyone, there was something called PASPA, which is the Professional Amateur Sports Protection Act, um, which was passed in 1982, um, 
And, and that was passed to basically create this blockage for, for the states to offer online sports betting or actually offer sports betting. And so Nevada was loving it, right? Nevada's like, we're on that. I mean, they're, they're protecting their, their monopoly, right? They're protecting their things. And, of course, the Pete Rose scandal, uh, that came about, what, in the late 80s? Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a whole, whole thing there with, with MLB and gambling with Rose that had a big black eye. But PASPA was issued actually um, – in 91, 92, and it basically was by Senator uh, Bill Bradley, and he was also the former NBA player. And, and the rumor of the story goes, you know, he got really tired of hearing fans, you know, talk about his team as they were walking off the court, telling them how they blew the cover and blew the lead and everything on their bets. And there, I guess the, the rumor of the story is that, you know, he'd always had a hair up his ass because people were breaking his balls about that. And so eventually when he became a politician, he really helped push this through that, you know, was blocking a lot of that. And it's kind of one of those passive aggressive things, right? Maybe it's an aggressive thing. But uh, anyway, that uh, PASPA event eventually, again, blocked um, the, the states for providing this, this ability. And um, that went into effect in 92. Now, there was a few states like, uh, of course, Nevada, that, that it was legal. But there were some other ones that just never really – kicked it into gear like Oregon and Delaware and Montana, but um, they had you know a lot of restrictions and things. So, so for the longest time, Vegas and, and Nevada took the stance of protecting it. And then I think eventually when the internet grew and blew so much and technologies and all the apps and everything, Vegas sort of shifted and pivoted to like, hey, maybe we can, again, using their term, parlay this into um, a bigger, better thing, which they have done. And uh, so they eventually pivoted after they repositioned themselves and knew that it was like an avalanche coming uh, to where they knew that when PASPA got repealed in May of 2018, so literally just a couple years ago, uh, that was been, had been brewing for a while. And the rumor was it was going to take uh, some time even past 2018, but inevitably it actually got through. And so because of the internet, I think it expedited that. And the internet gambling was a big underground um, you know, thing that, that uh, thrived and did really, really well. And of course you had some you know, negative stories like, you know, the Arizona State, Arizona State point shaving scandals and things like that, which, you know, states are always, you know, saying they don't want to get involved with it. There's you know, the national gambling uh, debt impact study that uh, Clinton did in the 96. And um, there's always just, you know, they, they tread a negative, a negative light, but it was happening. It was happening. Fuck, I was betting online in 2000. You know, when, when, when the 56K modem was out and, you know, you could go to the Greek and, uh, and get, get money in with your credit card and all that stuff. So anyway, the first uh, online sports book did start in 96 and uh, it took bets you know, from U.S. customers and um, it was open for business. It was Intertops and uh, they were one of the first ones there, um, but they're, they're, um, they're one of the first ones. And, and of course, that, that went on for quite a while. You had a lot of college scandals, things like that that was keeping a negative impact Um on things. And then in 2006, and then the fall of 2006, something called the, the Unlawful Internet Gambling Enforcement Act was implemented um, to support all the leagues, including the college, uh, the college teams. And this bill was designed to, to target online gambling operations. So it was to prohibit gambling businesses uh, knowingly accepting payments in connection in participation. So a lot you notice that a lot of the banks now were using that as a reason. Now, so funny enough, here's what I think. The banks... I would imagine could care less about deposits and, and, and withdrawals and things like that as long as you're seeing the money flow. But I think they were concerned about um, fraudulent type situations. They did also, I believe, I truly believe they didn't. They wanted to help uh, jump in and block this because 
um, they didn't want people to lose all their money and they would lose that account, right? I mean, it doesn't do me any good if that, if that account goes away. So, that, so the, the, the banks were saying, oh, we're trying to protect you from fraud. Well, in reality, they wanted to protect their deposits. I mean, come on, who, who are you kidding here? But uh, that all happened. And, um, you know, <laughs> as we get further into this, you, you hear about the Tim Donahue thing and, and how there was uh, the NBA thing. And then um, in, in, in 09, there was a lobbyist group called Interactive Media Entertainment and Gaming Association. Um, and it was, it was back to, um, I guess at the time to, um, regulate the commerce and, um, you know, the, the suit was ultimately dismissed to, to the lack of standing, but there's different, different attacks and different things that, that failed, um, to, to, to legalize and also to stop. <laughs> it was just always happening. And then of course, here we go. FanDuel comes along, you know, uh, the daily fantasy sports stuff. And there was a big, uh, story with FanDuel and DraftKings, you know, is it legal? And, and then their, their perspective was it was, you know, people been doing fantasy football forever. You know, they'd have drafts, uh, uh, have been doing fantasy football on paper and pen, reading the stats of the newspaper for years and years and years. But um, anyway, eventually in, in 2012, uh, Governor Chris, uh, Chris Christie had an attempt to get the, the legalized uh, sports betting in New Jersey. And uh, that sort of started things, man. That was really kind of the kickoff. I mean, for, for old Christie to kind of kick it off and, and um, go that direction because they were trying to get things with their casinos there in, in New Jersey. But um, literally Vegas was, was breaking records. I mean, Vegas was killing it, right? Cause they're the only game in town. So um, they, they were still trying to protect their, protect their area. But again, in the, in, in the, in 2018, when PASPA was passed, what that basically did guys was, allowed each state to decide what they want to do when they want to do it and how they're going to do it. Now, can you imagine, okay, let's say you're, let's say you're a state and you get it legalized. The other states and the people from the surrounding areas are going to be coming to your state. So then your state's going to go, holy shit, we're losing people to those states. We need to get it legalized in our state so we don't lose that customer base and that tax base. So it's sort of spreading politically at various paces and various levels around the various states. But, you know, definitely it is a multi, multi, one more, one more multi-fucking-billion-dollar industry, and, and basically everybody in the world is, is doing it, and whether it's on a minor, minor level of, hey, I'll put five bucks in the Super Bowl, or whether it's a daily basis where they're moving, you know, moving five and six dimes, ten dimes a game, and, and, and certainly more than that, but um, anyway, the, the, the Supreme Court decided that they would, uh, would, would hear the appeal from New Jersey, and that's kind of what started this all, so on May 14th of 2018, I was doing a fucking dance. I was like, woo-hoo. The Supreme Court decided to strike down PASPA, and that's what opened it all up. Now, let's be very, very, very clear here. It is illegal to run an illegal uh, sportsbook operation, let's say, out of your business or your home. But don't, don't kid yourself. That is, that is illegal. Okay, But let me tell you something also. There has never been a person arrested for, for gambling online. Now, there's been some, some you know, people moving some large numbers that maybe got a knock on their door and got investigated – but as far as like, you know, Joe Blow in, in any town USA putting a bet online, if, if, if they can do it, has never been arrested. It's not, first of all, it's not illegal, you know, and I'll tell you why. The jurisdiction through the internet and through offshores is being governed in, uh, by and watched by by those outside offshore sports books, which if they don't have any jurisdiction in the United States, they're never going to come arrest anybody for anything. If anything, they want that, that money coming into their country and coming into their business. So if they're in charge of, of policing that, 
you know, what do you think is going to happen? Another thing, check this out. If it's if it's not illegal and it's not going to happen, don't you know and don't you think, because it has happened, that on your cell phone or on your laptop, they through the GPS tracking and through the geo tracking, that if I put a bet in, and I've had I've had uh, customers and clients say this, you know, like you know, if I'm in New York City uh, and I cross the bridge over to New Jersey, you know, and like literally over the span of a few hundred yards, you know, in one location I can place a wager, in the other location I cannot. So they can they can you know razor razor thin uh, measure this to know where where what IP address these bets are coming where all this is being tracked and traced from. So certainly they could block it and knock it down if they chose to or wanted to. So again, it is not illegal to make an online wager in a sports book. Now I will tell you that along those lines, each state has their own. Um, here, here's where, and we'll get into this much later down the road. But each state, unfortunately, is is allowed to make up their own rules and things. And and I have a very good friend uh, from the Wolf Line, Greg Wolf, uh, talks about this. And I love. I want to have him on the show and have him talk about this. But um, you know, it, he's seeing so many uh, parallels, and there are so many parallels historically from. Um, you know, what happened in the financial world back in the 30s and how each state was, you know, able to do their own thing and eventually was a clusterfuck. And so they decided to make it a federal type thing. So we had some consistency. And I think that's what's going to happen with the U.S. sports betting. I think it's got to happen because otherwise, you know, you're going to have people being um, uh, biased if they're running a sports book in, say, let's just say Philadelphia, and they know the bulk of the fans are going to put bets on the on the Eagles and the Sixers, and their lines are minus 130 versus, you know, everyone else at minus 110. So you really got to watch that. And the other thing is, you know, the the, the price gouging, I guess I, I would call that price gouging because, you know, they're going to take advantage uh, of the juice and take advantage of the VIG on, on, on these people that don't know any better. You know, they really don't. So they're walking into a a burning building without having any knowledge. So, um, you know, having this, the sports books in some states and not in others, but pretty much all states can do it. And I would love to get any feedback on states that it's just absolutely no go anywhere, period. I think, um, was it Utah? I don't recall. Somebody, somebody helped me out on this, that you couldn't do online. You couldn't do local, couldn't do anything. But for the most part, everyone is up and running and, and functioning, whether it's offshore or not. And I do get into the talk about if it's offshore, uh, would highly recommend mybookie.ag. Holy cow, where would we be without a little mybookie.ag? Uh, if you do get an account set up there, use promo code SBU50 um, uh, or to let them know the Sports Bank University sent you. Talk to Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, uh, good guy there, great company. And also, Bookmaker. Bookmaker is another one that maybe some of your larger bets and larger wagers, uh, Bookmaker there. Uh, but but again, if you have a U.S. based uh, sports book, I'm, I'm I'm you know trying to help people decipher and decide which sports book is best, kind of like you know which hotel or which restaurant is best for your particular needs. That's what we'll get into later. But that's a little background, a little history, and a little knowledge because they they make you think you're dirty and doing something wrong if you're trying to make a, a wager online. Nothing illegal about it. Everyone's fucking doing it. And um, I just just know that you might want to shop around for lines a little bit and and certainly always let me know at info at sportsbetuniversity.com. Um, or join me on Twitter to ask any questions of like, hey, you know, what about this or what about that? You know, fire fire me any questions you might have, and I'm happy to uh, to help you out and understand the options and the choices. And so, I, I guess I, I go I go through this today because again, I was I was just really I was really dumbfounded that you know I'm begging the local sports radio talk show people to to cover and talk more about uh, sports betting, and they're like, oh gosh, we just can't do that. Out of your fucking mind. That's what everyone wants to hear. I mean, that's what everyone that's following sports for the most part. I, I mean, it's just the numbers are just you can't, you can't convince me otherwise. But anywho, 
that's the little the little topic of the day, and hopefully you found some value and understanding through this. Um, again, I'm, I'm, I've covered more time than I want to and normally will on a daily basis, but I did want to put this this podcast out there to quickly summarize real quick um, how and why we got to where we are today and kind of what's going on potentially going forward um, and help everyone understand, you know, the ins and outs. But if there are any specific questions, as I mentioned, please, please, you know, join me on Twitter, hit me up there or email me at info at sportsbetuniversity.com. So, all right, brother. And hey, look forward to catching up tomorrow. Uh, hopefully uh, spend less time so you don't burn, burn your day. But I wanted to make sure we covered this. Have a great day and we will talk to you soon.